What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whatever time it is. It's TJ, and I'm here with you for another episode of The Soapbox. And man, I feel real excited about this week's episode. I just want to tell you all, thank you so much for your love and support and everything that you've done to help The Soapbox be what it is today. I couldn't do anything that I'm doing or be anywhere without all of you great individuals that continue to listen. So with no further ado, let's jump in the episode. All right, so this week's episode, I want to start out with a story. So the other day, I was leaving work, and as I was walking out of the door, a young lady was walking beside me, and she looked distressed. Like, she really looked like she had a lot on her mind. And I turned to her, and I said, are you okay? Is everything cool? Are you all right? And she said, yeah, I guess, you know, it's been a rough day. Then she said, you are always smiling. You're always happy. How do you do it? How do you always seem to get along with people? And I told her, I said, well, I have a secret. And she looked at me and I told her, I said, my secret is you have to just accept the fact that people are people. And she thought for a minute and she said, you know what? You're right. So that kind of had the wheels in my head turning and spinning. And that's where I came up with the idea to do this episode. So this week's episode is called How to Get Along with Everyone because it's a science. Now, what we all have to recognize is that one of the largest problems that we have in both business as well as our personal lives is understanding how to deal with other people. That's the big issue no matter what you do. There's always another person or a group of people that you have to basically engage so that causes all of the different issues and problems that come along with dealing with people so this episode is all about that now i can't tell you what the episode is before i tell you what the episode is not now this episode is not how to learn how to like everyone because understand you're not going to like everyone people are made differently they're their thought processes are different. Their approaches to situations are different. So you're not going to like every individual that you come in contact with. Also, this episode is not how to get everyone to like me. Because understand that in my full walk of life, every day that I deal with individuals, I guarantee you there are tons of people that don't like me. There are tons of people that don't like you. There are tons of people who don't like some of the best individuals in the world. There is always something that someone can find to not like about you. So this is not what this episode is about. This episode has nothing to do with who likes who, but it has everything to do with who can get along with who. Now, I have to elaborate on this whole work experience because understand, I work in a place where tensions are constant. My work environment is probably one of the most emotionally challenging environments that has ever been created. The reason why I say that is, is because day in and day out, I, along with other individuals that work where I work, have to deal with hundreds 
of different personalities every day. Now, in my specific situation, I manage over 40 staff members with six frontline supervisors, a mid-level supervisor, and a secretary. So if you truly think about that melting pot of people and personalities, nine times out of ten, there are definitely some people inside of that conglomerate that don't like me. However, you'd be hard-pressed to find more than a few people that would say they just can't get along with me. Well, there's a formula for this success. And if you've read any mental health books, any self-help books, any philosophy or psychology books, if you've read any religious material, then none of the things that I'm going to discuss today are going to be foreign to you because all of these different elements are deeply rooted inside of all of that material. But understand now, and we're going to build on this, there are four aspects that affect how you get along with people. And I'm going to list them and then we'll break them down. So the four aspects are, number one, what we expect. Number two, what we accept. Number three, what we present. And number four, what we call. So starting with number one, the first area is what we expect of people. We have to understand out the gate before we can even decide to engage in any area that deals with a large group of people or with one individual person. People are flawed and that includes us. People have issues. People have problems. There are no perfect individuals in the world. So we have to kind of accept that out the gate, that people are going to make decisions that are not going to be in line with how we think or how we act or what we expect. That's why we should not have such high expectations of people in generality. Because people have flaws. Those particular flaws, the way people think, the way people act, the way they were raised, their environment, all of that plays into the decisioning that they make, the things they decide to do. So we have to understand that when we're dealing with people, our expectations have to be metered to what they have actually demonstrated should be expected of them. People should earn your expectation, just like people should earn your trust. So initially, aside from knowing a person's background or aside from dealing with a specific subject matter, the one thing we should expect from people is nothing. We should never deal with a person simply expecting them to be perfect and spot on. If we approached people that way, then a lot of times our expectations wouldn't be hurt. Our feelings wouldn't be hurt because the reason we get injured when we put so much expectation into people is because we decide to allow ourselves to weigh down and lean on their success in whatever we're thinking about. And it could be anything that could be a friendship, a relationship, children, work, a friend from down the street, someone you've known your whole life all the way to somebody you just met yesterday. You can't expect people to be anything other than people. But what you can do is take what they present to you as evidence of what comes next. So don't give somebody the world of trust and respect 
without them proving to you that they deserve that. Once they prove to you that they deserve your expectations, they deserve your trust, then you can give them that. But don't just initially give somebody such a high level of expectation and trust that when they break your heart or when they do that particular thing that they should not have done, that it just tears your whole mentality down because you were thinking so much more of this individual. Only give a person what they have earned and nothing more. Second is what we accept of people. So initially in the first aspect, we talked about people's flaws. Well, with people's flaws come their actions. You have to be prepared to endure the actions of others, both explicitly and implicit because sometimes people will overtly attempt to do you harm through decisioning and then sometimes people will covertly do that and that may be intentional and it may not be but ultimately we have to learn to see a person for what they have presented to us and then when that person acts inside of that realm we shouldn't be surprised. As a matter of fact, there's a, a story that goes right along with this. A young man goes to a pet store and he buys a snake. He takes the snake home. He builds it a house. He gives it food. He gives it water. He gives it a warm area to live in. And one day while he's playing with the snake, the snake bites him. Everybody is in awe and shock. The moral of the story is you knew it was a snake when you bought it. So don't be surprised when the snake bites you. And that's something that we have to place inside of our day-to-day -day operations in our worlds. If someone has demonstrated a consistent behavior to you, if they have demonstrated to you that they look like a duck, that they walk like a duck, and they talk like a duck, stop trying to make them a swan they're not that they are a duck if you deal with somebody that you can't trust whether that is to trust them to do what's right by you or whether that is to trust them to do the right thing in your particular area then stop trying to give people the benefit of the doubt they are who they are if they demonstrated to you that they could not be trusted and that their expectations should not be high then don't do it it amazes me so many times and I find this so, so staggering inside of my own racist community. In the African-American community, there are so many single parent homes, so many single women that are raising children because of the fact that they dealt with a man that was not worth his weight in anything. But then they turn around. And they date a guy who has not presented to them the worth of anything better than what they've dealt with before. And yet they decide to give this individual undivided trust and expectation only to be destroyed by the actions that clearly this individual was going to take anyway. Vice versa. I talk to guys all the time. 
And there's a million and one issues that they have with a particular female. But if you look at the track record of what they have done in their life, you see, you should have known that this was going to be an issue. I talk to people all the time, all the time. And every single time I talk to them, they want to say that they just cannot believe that this certain individual did this. Well, if you look at this individual's history and not just the fact that you wanted them to be something that they were not, then the writing was on the wall. You have to be a realist to yourself when dealing with people. People present to you who they are. And yes, yeah, somebody might paint you a rosy picture up front, but understand that time reveals everything. So as you go, as you continue on dealing with this individual, eventually they will show you their true colors. Now, before I go to the third point, I also have to make this clear too. Sometimes people can hurt you, but they are not intending to. They are actually trying to be sincere, honest, and honorable, but their efforts are misguided. You have to see that too. Sometimes someone's best faith effort to assist you is not going to help you. And you have to be mindful of that. You need to see that so that you can understand that this individual's trying to do right, but they just don't understand the situation or they just don't have enough knowledge about what's going on to truly know what I need in this situation. Or they could just be ignorant to the real facts. One of the best examples of this, most Christians that listen to my podcast will point out this as well is found in the Bible in the book of Job because Job had a group of friends that wanted to help him out. The problem is, is that Job's friends were out of line. They didn't understand the true nature of what was going on. They couldn't. They didn't have all the facts. So what they did was they tried to rationalize in their head from looking at the situation what Job should do to fix his problem. If Job would have did anything that any one of them said then he would have been in worse shape than what he was in. But he had the knowledge and the skill and the understanding to see past and see through what people were trying to present to him. And he held fast on his own faith and he became the victor despite the fact that his friends were thinking another route. That can happen to any one of us. Anybody that you deal with, can be as sincere as they possibly think they are when they present you with some type of information. And the problem is, is that sometimes it's not what you need, but you can't blame them if you don't see past what is put in front of you and grab a hold of what you really need to know in your own situation. Now, third, what we present to people. Now, honestly, this aspect can go a long way in a lot of different directions because whether we believe it or not our presentation to people matters and it's it's a totality thing it's not just what we look like although that's a big issue if you approach somebody and you want them to feel welcomed in your presence but you approach them with a a snarl or some type of face of disgust 
Or even if it's just a very nonchalant, I don't necessarily care about dealing with you type of approach, then by all means, they're not going to feel welcome, which many people will say, many books that you read will attest, and also many seminars that you go to will all talk about your initial approach when you're dealing with somebody. What is happening in that very first few seconds that you engage someone will last for hours. That matters. How we look matters. How we approach a person matters. How we engage them matters. What they see in us, the very first time that they talk to us and they deal with us, that is very important when it comes down to getting along with individuals. But it's not just how we look. It also has a lot to do with what we say and how we say it. I've had so many different discussions with people about their approach to discussing things, and it matters. I can say the same thing five different ways, and you can get five different emotions from me saying the exact same sentence. People need to be mindful that that is a part of how you get along with people. If I'm talking to you and I talk to you in a very abrasive or aggressive manner, then regardless of whether I'm saying the truth or not, you may very well feel offended. You may feel like you need to be on the defensive because my approach to you was an attacking approach. If I talk to you in a very sad manner and I'm telling you how good I feel, but it just doesn't sound like it in my voice then by all means, you have no reason to believe that I'm happy. That is a part of getting along with people. You have to present to people a essence of wanting to get along with them. Because I promise you, with most people in the world, if you present to them that you don't want to get along with them, then they're not going to try to get along with you. And it is very selfish of people. And I've heard it. A million times. It is very selfish of people to take the stance of, well, this is just how I am. So you either like it or you don't. Well, that puts you in a very difficult situation because unfortunately, the rest of the world doesn't have to like you. But guess what the rest of the world has to do? The rest of the world has to get along with you and you have to get along with them in order for things to get accomplished. So if can't nobody get along with you because you refuse to bend, you refuse to mold and shape who you are so that you can deal with people better, then how in the world is anybody supposed to want to deal with you? Think about that. Think about it. How self-centered it is for you to drive your car down the road and get to a drive-in at a fast food joint and you decide that you're going to drive your car sideways. Even though everybody else is trying their best to get through the line the right way, you decide that you're going to drive your car sideways. So while you're driving sideways, you're taking up both of the lanes. Can't nobody drive around you and can't nobody really move up to the window because you're steadily creeping down the road. And then somebody walks up to you and says, hey, man, why don't you get in line with the rest of us the way you're supposed to do this thing? And you have the audacity to say, well, this is the way I drive. So either you like it or you don't. 
That is so selfish. But that is the approach that so many people take about how they present themselves to people. Well, understand this. You have the right and the authority to be however you choose to be in life. But if you want success, you better learn how to deal with people because they do not have to learn how to accept you the way you are. Fourth, and this piggybacks on how we present ourselves. But fourth, we also have to think about what we cause other people to endure. Now understand, I can get along with just about anybody. But what makes it really difficult is when I am dealing with somebody who causes me to have to endure hardship. If you are a bully, or if you are a conniving snake, or if you are insensitive, or if you are unbalanced, unjust, racist, a bigot, a tyrant, if you are any type of demeaning personality, the people that have to deal with you are going to have to cut through all of that negativity just to be able to get to the point inside of whatever it is that you're trying to get done to connect with it. That's hard to do. It's very hard to get along with somebody who does not have your best interest in mind. And they demonstrate this on a regular basis. Many times, whether it's friendships, relationships, marriages, families, people are pushed to their wits end because there's somebody involved that is not trying to care about what's going on with the other parties involved. Many times people are having to endure pains and hardships that they feel like are unnecessary. That makes it very hard for an individual to want to work with you and deal with you when they feel like they have to work so hard with what you're weighing them down with. What business partner out there? And I know there are some entrepreneurs that listen to the podcast. I know that there are some individuals that have partnerships and corporations that listen to the podcast. And I know that there are some of you out there who have businesses that are local and you have business partners. Ask yourself this question. What business partner would you want to have that would constantly cause your business to have issues, gripes, and complaints from your constituency? How long are you going to deal with a business where you have a partner who is complained on every single day and that individual refuses to change. How long will that business go on? We have to be mindful about how we cause other people's lives to be affected. That is a major part of getting along with people. Am I Causing this individual more strife, more issues, more complaints, more problems than what they would normally have to deal with. That's something that we have to pay attention to. All right, so let's review. So first, in order to get along with everybody, we have to pay attention to what we expect from people. We need to remember that people are people and people have flaws. Nobody is perfect. That includes us. And everybody is growing at their own rate, at their own capacity. Secondly, we have to be mindful of what we accept from people. Understand a snake is going to be a snake, ladies and gentlemen. There ain't no change in that. 
So if that's the persona that they're showing you, accept it for what it is. Don't call it anything different and don't expect anything different until they earn it. Third, we have to be mindful of what we present to people, how we look, how we talk. What is our demeanor? Are we allowing our emotions to play out through the actions that we take? Or are we taking a stance that is not conducive to us basically imaging our issues and problems onto someone else? And then fourth and final, we have to be mindful of what we cause other people to endure. Because it is nobody's responsibility to carry our weight. There's nobody out there that should have to deal with us being rude, being bullish, being demeaning any aspect of dealing with another person that begins to tear them down is not where we should be starting our engagement all right well that's all i got for you guys this week um next week we're going to pick up on another aspect building off of these different elements leading right up to our new series but nevertheless stay strong stay up thank you guys so much for your support i love you keep your head up Peace.